This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is in the conversation. Is that how we doing it? Yeah, we're gonna go with that one. That was the one. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. What up, man? Hey, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with all that abruptness. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> What's uh, happening? I'm out here chilling, man. What's good with the people out there in Listenerville? I hope they doing good. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to you with your ear next to the speaker. Everybody at work doing their thing, passing the time. You know what I'm saying? The people at the crib. Uh You know, those is rolling in in their commute. Yeah. Shout out to all the late night, late Tuesday night listeners. Yeah. And then the early morning. The early morning. The early morning, Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. But you know what I'm saying? It's probably, you know, 12, 1 o'clock. Nice. Tuesday night. Up late. You know what I'm saying? Checking out the conversation. Uh Shout out to you. Sipping something. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you and yours out there. Wrote the joint or something. Really? Maybe got nice little, some, I don't know, something that you're distracted by in in the background. Like? I don't know, maybe some reality TV, some, some reality TV, on maybe on mute with a lot of fighting. Yeah. It's still dynamic than a motherfucker. Right. You, you just turn back to the shit look like like a fucking whirlwind of ignorance. So you smoking a joint, you listening to the conversation. conversation. You got you got ambient reality TV. Yeah, and what's up? What else? You got an incense burning. What what kind of fragrance going? I think it's the, the weed is burning, but you could have a little fragrance burner or a nice little candle. A little oil or a candle. Shout out to the candle. I got a couple new candles. Did you spots. did you ever find Havana a new Havana? Nah, I got a I got a few things coming through for it. This place, uh, I think it's called Sydney Hale and Co. Uh-huh. They do a good candle. Then there's this But that's an alternative to the Yeah, uh, they not they to haven't, Toka. They haven't Toka to hasn't Havana. brought back Havana. Oh, okay. Yo, Toka, bring back Havana. Everybody. At Toka, if you wanted, this is my cause. This is one of my causes. <laughs> Bring back Havana. Havana is a flavor of they know. candle. We told them. Well, they need to know now oh, since shit. you got a call to action. A Toka is a company that makes candles and other shit. And Havana was a very popular fragrance. Yeah. And um, the, the petition is bring the, the Havana back. Toka. Bring it back. Bring it back. But until then, I got so, that. I got... Uh, uh, I think it's called Brooklyn Night Owl. It's mm-hmm. another candle company. So they've been holding me down. Shout out to them. They got some good shit. Man, I got these joints called, the, um, I think it's Saint Muerte. So it's like, you know, it's kind of morbid when you're, you know, when you're uninformed of the Oh, whole. is that death? <laughs> yeah, they're the saint of death. Wow. Shit. You know, what they, what they red? What they look like? Nah, it's black. It's black, but the shit smells so fucking good. Uh-huh. And um, I had bought some. I seen them on. I seen them on online, like you know, one of those benevolent online nights. Uh-huh. Like, okay, let me check these out. I bought a few of them, motherfuckers. Man, them shit smell good as fuck. Then my wife come in and see the label. Like, what's that? You ain't doing mm. no kind of voodoo up in this motherfucker. Uh, like, nah. How the label look? Or does your it wife? Look, it look like a fucking skull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, but you know, it's a millennial shit. But anyway, 
<laughs> so what I went ahead and did, you know, because I had already ordered about ten of them shits. And How much they cost? They like cheap. You know, so right. like well, how you found them? Shit. How you found out about? Just on somebody on Instagram, okay. like scrolling through the gram, uh-huh. and then um. So what I did, they smell so good. Yeah, I just took all the labels off. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Now they just a labelless, you know what I'm saying, candle <laughs> in the crib. Oh, uh, shit. Them shit smell good as shit, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I, I, I could back a candle fragrance. There you go. Same you know what day. In the background. There you go. There it is. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's what it is. Shout out to the listeners with their situation situated. <laughs> we done made up a whole layout. Yeah. Uh... It's actually more to that. I can't get into it now, but I got a friend of mine that's been wanting to do something about that type of thing. That's that shit is fire. Though. Type of what type of thing? Just ambiance in general. I don't want to get too specific because it's a it about all the way idea. You know. What I mean? Oh, but oh, this. Yeah, it's a uh, further out. But they, we they were just they don't want to do nothing with us. They just want to do it in the world. Never know. Maybe with us too. I mean, okay, I would hope so. Okay. All Shit. Right. Yeah, we champion ideas. We like to, you know, okay. like to collaborate. Early investors and shit. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Shit, what's happening with you, though? <sighs> shit, man. It's been it's interesting. I'm still out here looking for an, a new apartment. Did you get your car? I got my car. I got my car last week. What well, you ain't tell us? I, yeah, I forgot I mean, you to tell y'all. We done been I forgot to tell. Whole I, you know what? You? No, my bad. I forgot <laughs> to put a little button on it. Yeah, man. I got the car last week. Uh, feels good to be back. It definitely feels good to be back. It's a, one or two things I need to go back and uh, follow up with these people about, and it's it's a damn shame because soon as I came, when I got my shit, I um. I drove past my sister's crib and I see my sister. She she looked at the car, did her inspection. She's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Some with some shit with like this, like the condensation in the headlight, and one headlight was foggy to the motherfucker. Oh man! And it was looking nervous, and I was like, "I hit the people," and then my, my, I'm be honest with you, the fear was. It's like, "All right, just let us hold it for a little bit." And I'm nah. So we waiting on them to get the light. And then I'm gonna pull up. They are gonna put the light in. I'm gonna pull off because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't leave these people with that shit. I got another thing going on too. But these are things that I could uh, hopefully quick situations. But it felt good to be back, man. It felt good to be Did back you, on the your, road. Was your playlist together? It ain't all the way where it needs to be. It's not all the way where it needs to be. I'm still uh, still putting it together. I'm still putting it together. I've been. Um, what have I been fucking with recently? <clears throat> I've been all over the place listening to a few different things. I was listening to the to the most recent Richie P album, After the Verdict. And oh. there's some shit on this. Richie, kid, Wretch. Wretch. I think he just go by Wretch now. He used to be Wretchy P. He's kid out of Patterson, New Jersey. He's hard. He's been out for a while. He's been out for a while, but then he got he got locked up for some shit. Oh, he had a gun case, I believe, and he beat the case. And there's the I Beat the Case album. You know, niggas, when they beat the case, they got to let you know. No doubt. You know what I mean? After the verdict, right you know, enough. when the verdict go their way. No doubt. You never hear the album after the verdict don't go your way. Can't, can't record it. Well, they, they I mean, I, there's been doing a lot of recording albums in the jail. But it's just morale is low. A little, little more difficult. It's just like morale, nigga. And, Nobody want to hear. Take Keith, fuck these niggas up. Hey, man, but then you had to work your way into being able to even get the equipment because you didn't just walk in the first day with the juice. That's how you got to start the album. <laughs> you know Walked up in this bitch. And I slapped the motherfucker. Told that nigga, get a mixing board. Fuck this motherfucker. Get that Producer on deck. Boom, motherfucking deck. Shank that nigga. Shank that nigga. Ah, ah. 
Shank that nigga. Shank that nigga. Yo, that new shank that nigga. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so dynamic. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, feel good to have the whip back. You know, I'm in the I'm in the whip. I've been listening to uh, so yeah. I was listening to that Reggie P shit. He got a mean record on there with uh, Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano got a new album out. You, you very, uh, very specific. What's this regional? Ah, it's just taste. It's oh. what I like. It's what I fuck. What, what with. do they classify that kind of rap as? Because I don't, I'm not familiar with Rock this Marciano. Rock Marciano. How would you classify that shit? <clears throat> I call that shit. I call that shit like Acura Legend rap. Like ninety three Acura Legend, like you know when a nigga is, it's very it's very uh, super visual. It's visual, but at the same time, is it's it? a lot of non sequitur stunting. You know what I mean? Off white and off weather. Well, actually, that's uh that's the record with Reggie and um Rock Marciano. Or uh, if I was you get who, your who? you get your um. Uh, don't get your mango split. Your Kango won't fit. You know what I mean? Like a lot of that shit. I tell you where say, I see. Right. Hold on. Okay, hold. On. Okay, go ahead. If I point. search on YouTube, who are the related artists? That's what I'm about to give you. <laughs> okay. If I can tell in my mind, because there's no in my mind, there's a subsection, but there's a flow about these cats, and I'm gonna go. A lot of people will say like Ghost and Raekwon, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, they definitely in that tree. I'm going to go even a step further back, and I'm going to say a good CL Smooth mm. got a lot to that, where it's like, Mechadon, sit the thong. And the shit just sound ill, but right, sometimes, right, right. you know what I mean? It's like a collage of right, right, right. vibes. Right. <laughs> and then the music is always crazy samples, very like alchemist type vibe. You know what I mean? Right, niggas Not who always. Went to college. Nah, nah, maybe, but like, Niggas that was really, uh, I guess, you know, pride themselves for being very hands-on, I guess, in the illegal the illegal uh, activities. Oh, so they... Not oh, like it's CL absolutely... Smooth. Not like CL Smooth. Well, CL Smooth as far as flow go. Okay, okay. Ghost and Ray. This is drug right, rap. This right, is drug, like... This okay, is, yeah, this drug is dealer heavy rap. Is it like them cats cocaine from, like pinky nail. Both Buffalo, what's them cats? Talk about West Side, West Side Gun and Conway. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they related. That, that they, in the, they in the, 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 the Venn diagram. I like Conway. Yeah. You would fuck with Rock Marciano, Kai... Kai fucks with Rock okay, Marciano, okay, like they okay. they collaborate. Yeah, yeah, okay. man. It's a lot of that. You know, like there's a lot of that that Sonic shit. Mayhem Loren is in there. Shout out to Willie the Kid. There's a lot of cats that got that. There's this uh there's a, a sonic sensibility, mm -hmm. you know, when you know it. It's like it's like vintage polo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, opulent shit from a certain era. You know. Is this would you would you re would classify this it's, as one of your errors? It's definitely it's definitely on the vision board. It that was definitely yeah, absolutely. It's definitely having some leather in the whip. It's definitely maybe a a hardwood steering wheel. Maybe it's like you know what I mean. Okay. It's good driving music. Okay, you okay. feel you feel good about it. I say all that to say Rock Marciano just came out with an album called Behold. Uh, I think it's Behold the White Horse. That shit's thirty dollars, and uh, I haven't bought it yet because it's thirty dollars. But they got it so you can what, what hear it. Where are streaming in that? I don't think he's streaming it at at this point anywhere. Um, he's doing like maybe like a Nipsey Hustle type of thing. You know when they when he try to. 
and try to activate your audience and, and monetize mm-hmm. what they love is. You say, listen, I heard you on your podcast talking about, you know, how much you like the shit. So listen, here's my my latest offering. You know what I mean? It's very, it's very like, I guess, boutique in a way. Like, mm-hmm. listen, if you fuck with it, you should be proud to pay. That was the Nipsey Hustle shit. Proud to pay. Proud so, to pay. Proud for, to pay. What, what, what were we paying for? With uh, with Nipsey, it was like a, a mixtape. I think the first one might have been uh, I could be wrong. Crenshaw mixtape or Marathon, mix, whatever, whichever one it was for sale. Mm-hmm. And it was ba- it was like a hundred dollars. And you bought a CD or. I think that was a CD. Now yeah. I'm not sure. Again, like oh, I'm, that's that's when um, was it Jay or Puff bought the mixtape? Jay on. bought a bunch of them. Jay bought, bought like a hundred of them or right. something like that, or maybe ten because it was a thousand or a hundred dollars. So he bought right. 10, something like that. But okay. you know, it basically it's basically it's a heat check on a certain level. It's mm-hmm. like I want to really I want to really see if these likes are for real. Are these likes tangible? Can I cash these likes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because these likes, you know. I can't cash them. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I appreciate it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to the motherfuckers <laughs> cashing in. On you the sound love. weary, nigga. What's going on, man? I what's mean, up, man? I just sound like, hey, man, shit, I'm not cashing in on the love. You not? I need to, man, <laughs> I need to drop something for a motherfucker to buy at $100. Man. <laughs> Where's the love? Huh? You know what I'm saying? Where's the love, man? You don't feel no love? I feel it, but I need to... I, I ain't feeling it like Nipsey feeling it. You got to get, you gotta, you gotta get these people something they proud to pay for. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that wasn't wary. It was more of, hmm, contemplary. All right. <laughs> I'm with that. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, listening to that type of shit... Uh, you know, so funny when I was listening to the Kanye Ye album yesterday. You know, much as you know, that's what the last shit that came. Yeah, up? the one that you know, you know, cats was. You know, you listen to it with a bit of an attitude. The last one, mm-hmm. the seven joints. <clears throat> as much as 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 much as these shenanigans got everybody feeling a certain type of way. Sonically, man, this shit, there's some shit still on there. Like, he know how to put some records together still. There's a couple records on there. Like, that shit just sound good. I don't know if it was just because I've been back. I'm back to my my regularly scheduled speakers, and I'm just revisiting a lot of shit. But, yeah, that shit sound hard. What else have I been fucking with? I was I was dipping into Lil Wayne's catalog, you know, since Carter Five came out. So mm-hmm. I went back to Lil Carter Three. I was listening to uh, "Let the Beat Build." That shit was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. That little, that little uh, Dr. Carter shit that Swiss did that sounded like a Diamond D beat. That was crazy, man. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on it like that. I was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. You in your bag, man? I, I, I am, like, man. I like I'm out here. Thank you, bag, brother. Man. I appreciate it, man. I'm out here, man. We. Uh, what else? Rap Evolution just came back to Netflix. I hit you about that. Yeah, I watched. I watched the Miami one. What you think? Last last night. I, talk to me. I, I, it was cool, man. I, it's a, it's a great starter course on okay. you know what I'm saying hip hop as a as a whole. You know what I'm saying it's something that you know broad you, strokes. Yeah, if you're not familiar with rap, this is like a great introductory. Okay, like you know what I'm saying having encyclopedias at the crib. You know you get a paragraph yeah, yeah. on this and a okay, paragraph okay. on that. Enough uh, to write you a little paper for fifth grade. A blurb. Shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you can write your paper for fifth grade. But what about grade. that deep dive? 
Nah, it ain't no. What they need for the deep dive? Man, where would you have first first descent? Where would you have gone? What would you have? Well, I what mean, would you have touched first first and foremost. You know, what I'm saying when he covered Miami, you know, it was just it's it's just not enough time. It's not enough to even get like like he started definitely started with Luke. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm saying which doesn't really give you a baseline of how that tempo and speed even got to Miami. They just said Caribbean vibes, but you know what I'm saying? It was a lot that came along with the Caribbean vibes that let it be base. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You skipped over, you know, all the Rick Rubin and the 808 dropping down that base on the records, you know what I'm saying, to even give Miami – something to work with, a tool to work with to base the sound on. Yeah, I didn't even hear about your man Davey D, right? Or oh, what's my man said the sound, Claire, 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 what's your man? Disco Dave. They Disco didn't, Dave. nah, they just stuck with Luke and Ghetto Style. Yeah. So it was just, like, it was from Luke's perspective, which is cool. Then you had Disco Rick who was signed to Luke, okay. which is cool. And you had Trick Daddy who started with Luke. Mm-hmm. So it was a Luke family tree, which is good. That's a great mm-hmm. baseline, but it's a broad stroke. I feel like, <clears throat> and then they, you know, and it just stayed on Two Live Crew. I feel like when they went to to Houston, they introduced a lot more rappers mm-hmm. as being a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you had, uh, like you said, you had Disco Rick there, but mm-hmm. you didn't really introduce him as a rapper that played a part in doing it. You didn't, you didn't uh, introduce none of the other groups that made the scene what it was. Right. You, you know. Just went with the highlights. You just went with one highlight and kind of broad stroke through it and then right. roll straight to Houston, which is cool. Like I say, the the, the show is a 30-minute show that, you know, breezes through a lot of it, but it's good broad strokes, mm-hmm. as you say. Mm-hmm. But it's not that deep dive at all. Yeah, I got to get back to it. I started with that, and then uh, <clears throat> I haven't watched the rest of them yet, but it looked like it's pretty good from what I've been seeing. Yeah, I saw the first season of a couple of episodes, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a great way of one person yeah. Talking through his journey, and and that's pretty what you know. What I'm saying that's the important part is that. Right. But I think now in this particular season, it's less about his journey and more just about the history because right. he didn't say how he was introduced to Miami or anything like that. Right. It just was this is Miami. I'm in Liberty City. But this is what it is. It was more like now he's like on his historian thing. He's right. following up the story. Yeah, the storyline. Yeah. So it's you know it was it was it made more sense as an interesting piece coming from, okay, this was my experience with these sounds. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well. But if we was doing a deep dive, we would definitely <clears throat> we would definitely be talking about Dance to the Drummer's Beat, uh, Pretty Tony, Superstars Roller Tech, you know, all the stuff that led up to ghetto style. Mm-hmm. You know, before Ghetto Style. Then Ghetto Style came, and you had a lot of other crews, but Luke was, he dropped Throw the D. Mm-hmm. Again, like they said in that, that was what changed everything. Once Throw the D hit, everybody wanted to make that kind of record mm-hmm. that had those those ingredients. Mm-hmm. The bass, deep, deep 808s, uh, you know, talking reckless, sexual, mm-hmm. booty, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? With all those things, those ingredients, then everybody came to play. Mm. And then, you know, it was a host of different groups until you got to JT Money and Poison Clan who gave you a more of a hip-hop, you know, feel that with with lyrics and, you know, street rap. 
So it was a, like a lot of, it was a scene full of a lot of two live crew influenced groups mm-hmm. that became the scene until like JT Money kind of broke out and then redefined it a little bit more more lyrical right. Right. and then kept going and like he, that. And even they were signed to Luke, you know what I'm saying? Right. So Poison Clan originally had JT Money and uh, Drugs and Uzi, who were... Mm-hmm. Uh, those two cats, Drugs and Uzi, was from New York. They mm. was from, uh, I guess, East New York. Mm. But they came to our high school, I guess, like 10th, 11th grade, mm-hmm. 10th grade, something like that. Signed to Luke or they got signed while it was nah, down? No, they got signed when, after they moved to Miami. brothers? Yeah, they were brothers. Uh-huh. And then they were cool with JT and all them cats. Okay. So once they got signed to Luke, you know, that the when JT got with Luke, it was more, he was... He came in as a dancer almost, a throw the D boy. Right. You know, and then once they started rapping and got signed as Poison Clan, they had more of a, uh, you know, a gangster vibe to it, street talk, not necessarily gang banging because that's, we weren't really doing that. It was just the, the voice of the streets. So, you know, it was a lot. If we do the deep dive, we could go a lot of places. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know, you know. I'm that's not what we intended to do here, but that's, nah, actually, <laughs> that's what it turned actually, into. I want to know what, yeah. what, you know, shit. Yeah, man. So, but you know, you got to include all those electro records that's forgotten. You know, what I'm saying from Planet Rock to Clear Body Mechanic. You know, what I'm saying all those cats, um, uh, Man Parish. You know, what I'm saying producer who made like Boogie Down Bronx and all that type shit. Like those were the records that up in New York. People were breakdancing too. Right, but clear they were they were rap or that was like that was like uh, disco, nah. right? No, nah, it was electro, okay. whatever funk or whatever they was calling that shit. K L E E R, right? No, clear is funk. That's clear, but uh, uh, it's a song called Clear uh, okay. that Missy like Missy used and music. Let's do music. Uh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, ready one, yeah. two, three. Who is four. that? It's called a group called Cybertron. Okay. And the record is called Clear. Uh. And um, those are the records that left you enough beat uh-huh. for the DJs to just talk shit over. Get it off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and talk all the way through enough breakdowns, right. enough beat changes that right. keep everything interesting. So it was like after break beats, these were the records that left you room to just right. freestyle and do all the shit you wanted to do. Yeah. So those were the records that DJs was playing and people weren't breakdancing to them. That was just the, that was like, the gangster ass music that niggas with cars was playing because the bass was hitting, you know what I'm saying? DJs was riding on top of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were the records that sounded real good in the big speakers that had 808s, but before Rick Rubin dropped it down low. Mm. When Rick Rubin started to drop it on It's Yours, mm-hmm. Tila Rock's record, he dropped that, he put the decay on it a little more so you felt it a little more. Like, oh shit. Then after that, we, he did Together Forever with uh-huh. Ron DMC. Mm-hmm. Psh, then it was over. That's that run, run. No, no, no. no, no that, uh-huh. Uh-huh. One, two, one, two. Oh. And I say, boom, 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 uh, boom. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that shit hard. That shit hard. <laughs> after that? Them niggas, Run DMC did so much for the three-quarter leather. <laughs> the three-quarter leather ain't never been the same since Run DMC 
was at their prime, boy. That shit was something. Run DMC don't get enough props out here, man. You don't think so? On the on the throwback, like you know, what I'm saying it's like because they the, Dr. J in them. The niggas. beat, the beat, like the drum from their era before the 808 kicked in. The drum was so stiff and hard, and that ain't really like the sound right now. Right. Like the 808 still popping, so it's it feels like they get left out of the throwback mixes and all that shit. Mm. Like you know, what I'm saying you don't hear enough of the cats who did the most for the you know the art form. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right. So that's that's all. But you know, after that, together forever, then it became bass. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see what you're saying because it is like. Cause every it's old school, the the scale has slided and slided. So right. old school, old school encompasses a lot of shit. Right, and it's like kind of like Run DMC. Their era is like you know how niggas say yeah we gonna play some old shit and then they <laughs> the motherfuckers start playing some Bach right. and then the shit just sound like a standard. Like the shit <laughs> sounds like like you know like this. When you go back, mm-hmm. oh yes, yes, y'all, that's a whole nother era. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's oh you for real. You old school, old school. Right, that's right. What you, say. you know what I mean? Oh for real, that's what you wanna do? Right. And then you go back further than that to like <gasps> Cass and all of that. Aha. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that shit hard though. It, it is, but it, it's just not it's time to blend in to what's happening right now, yeah. I guess, you know. Uh. But they did so much, it's like, you know what I'm saying? How you gonna how you gonna forget about Ron DMC? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they let it be known. I mean, they was the they were the successful rappers that broke through and put rap on MTV and all the other stations when they wouldn't play shit else. But they'll play that run DMC. Yeah, they had one of the the first OG logos too. That yeah, shit was OG logos. They had the fun. look. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. big ass chains. Yeah, they archetypes. Yeah, you but, look at that shit. That that look like when you think of the genre of hip hop. They still hold that shit down. That's the with the three hats. Yeah, they they, they came from an era where your show was orchestrated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you go to a Run DMC show even later in the years. Like they still do that routine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, uh, Jam Master J come out there, then you know what I'm saying he bring DMC out, and then they bring out Run. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Run ain't coming out till y'all make some motherfucking noise. Right. <laughs> I don't know right. if they was cussing. I don't think they was cussing. Ain't that crazy? Everybody cuss so much now. Cuss. Everybody curse so much yeah. now that you like you forget that you niggas just, ain't curse. Yeah, <laughs> yo, fucking Rakim was clean yeah. throughout his own shit. Nah, I he until um until mahogany. Oh, he cursed on Mahogany? Fuck around and missed the show. Uh, <laughs> he missed the show. He was sick about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think he might have said something something that they would bleep out on mm-hmm. um, Eric B. for president. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, right around, I thought it was a donut trying to glaze me, but it's somewhere in there. But um, yeah, he he kept it pretty clean most for the most part. But they you know they had that routine, you know what I'm saying? And you knew it. And it was like, even though you knew it and you seen it before, mm-hmm. When they get to that, you know what I'm saying? Not DJ Runs, my name, Jam Master J is his. He DMC is like that. And that's, when you hit that shit, everybody go crazy every single time because you know it's coming. Yeah. Even though you know it, you done seen it before, they just had that that same routine. They ran that shit for about 20 years, man. And that shit was just as exciting every time when you saw that shit. It's like the Dreams and Nightmares intro. You know exactly. I mean? It's the same. You know, heard that, up. man. You know what I'm saying? For the last three years. I just can't wait to power up. Oh, man. Uh, 
What else is going on? What else? Did, what you getting into this weekend? Man, I had a, a interesting weekend. It was my wife's birthday. Oh, word! Co- Happy birthday on Sunday. Ah, so, shit. You know, I was putting together a plan for that, and then I got this call. You know, saying about this. You know, this this play that I may have wanted to be at the table at. You know what I'm saying? At the table in a production capacity? No, in just in a conversation capacity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No no set thing, but just a, a interesting table that I need to be at. Okay. That I wanted to be at, that I should have been at, you know. But that shit was, the table was 3,000 miles away in L.A. Mm. You know what I'm saying? On Saturday. My wife's birthday, Sunday. You know, but it's the birthday weekend. You know what I'm saying? You can't really fuck up the birthday weekend. Yeah. So I debated on the shit Friday, you know, I sat debated on the shit, talked to, you know what I'm saying, talked to a couple people about it. It's like, man, you know, you know, I I respect, you know, you're not, you know, it's your wife's birthday, I respect that, you know what I'm saying? That's cool and shit, you know. That's some good shit. That's the shit you're supposed to do. But nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you might want to be there. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, talk to somebody else saying, you know, saying kind of shit. I'm like, fuck. Woke up Saturday. Ask my wife about it, you know. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know how you know how the wife, you know how the wife is. She gonna she gonna be like, you should, yeah, you should go. But then you know you don't know if that's a trick. Right. You know what I'm saying. Some shit you gonna end up paying for later. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, can uh, I skip your birthday? Yeah, nah, we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you've been out of town my birthday before. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you know, you know what I mean? I mean, it's on the record. Yeah, it's on, definitely on the record. It's <laughs> definitely on, on the, record. the record. Definitely on the record. But she was like, no, nah, I'm serious. You you should go. Mm. It's like, all right, boom. Looked up the flights, man. Found something, you know what I'm saying, on the um, motherfucking. I ain't even ever heard this shit. Somebody put me on this shit. Skip lagged. Skip lag? Skip lagged. L-A-G-G-E-D. What's it, like an Expedia or something like that? It's like that, but it's cheap. Okay. Because what they do is they find the cheapest flight that connects in your destination, and then you jump off without jumping on the connection. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so shit almost sound like a scam right well I had to google it three four times to read about four five articles on it to see if it was legit yeah shit legit uh-huh. they say you can't do the shit too often <laughs> <laughs> you get banned from the airport yeah the TSA start you know knowing who we are you know what I'm saying but skip lagging ass but you know what I'm saying all the tickets going to LA was like eight hundred dollars you know what I'm saying? And then 1500 for the one that got me there in a good enough time for what I need to do. This was on skip lagged? No, nah, this was on regular this life. Free skip this lag. Is, this is Orbit's Expedia direct to the airline. What skip lag hit you skip with? Skip lag was on $400. Well, okay, what you had to do? They got to jump in the dollar van? Nah, it's, it's a regular situation. Okay. You just don't jump on your the last connection. So where's where's it going? <laughs> My shit was going to Vegas. How many connections did you do? I had to go. I had to go Charlotte to L.A. and it was and it was supposed to go on to Vegas. Okay. So I, you know, jumped on, whoop whoop, bang, got to L.A. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm saying walked out. You know what I mean? Oh, you did go? Yeah, I went. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know you went. Oh, I yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I found I found a cheap flight. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, boom. So how you like skip lagged? I mean, like I said, it worked out. Like it's, so, it ain't no like it ain't no shit you gonna do. You shouldn't do it on the shit you got points and miles with. 
you should do it on another airline you might not give a fuck about being banned from mm-hmm. some shit, you know. Not banned, but you know what I mean? They tell you not to put your freaking flyer miles on there. They tell you not to do the shit often. Why? Huh? Because the airlines don't like it. They already took one motherfucker to court, sued a nigga, but the motherfucker won. Yeah, well, what did they what did they sue him for? Because I'm trying to figure this out. I don't, getting I don't, over, getting over. Like you know, they they. Yeah, the, oh no, this nigga tried know, to get over. They, on us. they the pimps. You, know, you can't be out pimping the pimp. But how are we out pimping them? Is it because you're leaving an empty seat on a plane that you know they have reserved for your ass? Right. So you they they flying off of capacity. So they saying, yo, we got sixty people on this flight. So right. that justifies us paying X amount of dollars for fuel. And turn around, only four motherfuckers came. Well, it ain't gonna be four, lag. but you know, the, you know, the airline. Like, are you ever on an empty flight? You know what's so interesting that to think about is it? very rare. It's almost always this flight is overbooked. Oh, so overbooked. We need volunteers. Which I think is bullshit too. They, but. they, but that's the way they doing it now. Before you would catch a flight, you would be empty because them niggas don't want to fly at six in the morning. And shit. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's you know that's so, the that's. That's them getting the taste of their own medicine. Because if you got a flight that's overbooked, exactly, you obviously don't give a fuck about somebody. You don't give a fuck about somebody. You don't care. So now when the people, you know what I'm saying, put you in a situation where you stuck with a seat, yeah. which you probably ain't going to be, but you might be stuck with the seat, you're you going to have a problem with it. Because if everybody does this, then shit, we'd be stuck with a lot of seats. You stuck mm-hmm. with 10 seats every every situation yeah. across the damn world. Uh-huh. That's a lot of motherfucking money. What type of flights did they put you on? It was a regular ass, some shit I would have been on anyway. Uh, but you didn't. And did that, did it make you feel a certain type of way that you couldn't use your frequent flying miles? I still, yeah, I want every flight to feel like oh, something. Oh, yeah. I was, I was sick. I was sick, but that's 3,000 miles. But I already hit one of my benchmarks, so I know I'm legit for next year. Okay. But I'm still trying to get to the platy. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Right. A good LA trip is yeah. good for your, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Of course. Your, your motion and in, in your frequent flyerness. Yes. So, but you know, you gotta you know weigh it out. Uh, yeah, weigh it out. You know, what, do I want to make this? You know, what I'm saying as cheap as possible, or do I want to flex on my points? So you did a good Sunday, LA. I went no good Saturday afternoon to, to Monday. No Sunday night. I came back for my wife's birthday. Oh, all right. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So basically, here was the thing. All right, boom. If I go, I probably should stay, but then I'm a really all the way miss the birthday. That's but if I go just for what I you know need to be there for, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, then maybe I can make it back yeah. in time to celebrate, you know what I'm saying, with my wife. So cool, cool, cool. So I plan to come back to celebrate. But in the whole time I'm in that motherfucking air, I'm setting up, you know what I'm saying, a situation at the house for my wife, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, with her friends. I'm texting, I'm fucking ordering shit and mm-hmm. food and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Masterminding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, shout out to to Rachel Johnson, help me out with, you know what I'm saying, some of the logistics. Okay. You know what I'm saying, with some, uh, what they call, vendors. Okay. Put me with some good vendors oh, that could turn shit. around some shit last minute. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? So, um, she put me with the flowers. Because, uh-huh. you know, I don't usually, like I say, we all know that I'm not a big celebrator. Right. You know what I'm saying? We ain't really celebrate shit. Yeah, right. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to be very conscious, and I had to call in the pros of celebration. And Rachel is a (laughs) a celebration pro. Celebration pro. She is a celebration pro. Professional celebrants. They know how to do a birthday. Shout out to Rachel. You know what I'm saying? Guest. So, 
she put me with a couple of vendors that you know could help me out in the in a crunch in a pinch. Dope. You know what I mean? And the floor and know how to make some shit happen immediately. Right and right. right. So you know, again, I'm not used to celebrating. So my wife ain't used to having no. You know what I mean? We we have people over, but it's, you right. know, we have food, have drink, have people. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'll so, be an event. Yeah. So this time I'm in the air. I'm putting all this shit together. And, you know, I know my wife is already like, this nigga ain't going to do shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She mm. already got that in her voice. Mm. So I got- Absentee ass. Yo, absentee birthday celebrating that. Uh-huh. But I got the kids involved. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got the kids pick whatever gifts. Allies. You know what I'm saying? You know, pick their gifts, how they want to celebrate their mama. And then, mm-hmm. woo. You know, so I got it mostly done on the way out. Okay. Boom. Go to my Go to the table. You know what I'm saying? You in the air making all of this. Hey, I'm in the air. I, you know, I bought the Wi-Fi. How's that shit? That shit typically some bullshit. It is some bullshit. But on um, on you know on American, mm-hmm. you was afraid to shout I them out. I was afraid to shout them out because you know what I'm saying? we got gotcha. you. That's what my points say. Because listening to the podcast <laughs> with your points and uh, uh, I, I cut that I, motherfucker. Get this motherfucker. And uh-huh. I'm I'm happy to be in my status where I'm at in American, uh-huh. so uh, rah. we're not going to talk too much about that. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> they got the motherfucking free hour with T-Mobile, right. which was, was dope. Oh, uh, that's hard. Because that shit worked great. Enough to let me put some plays in. Uh-huh. And then I bought the damn Boingo bullshit, and that shit didn't work for shit. That's a hustle. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I'm, I hit them and get my $16 back. But anyway, landed, you know what I'm saying, went out to the situation, the city was electric, you know, it was LeBron's first game in the city. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So everything was electric, you could feel it in the air. You know oh, I mean? right, we should talk about you know that what I'm saying? too. The valet cracking, and you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know. Oh, at the hotel. At the hotel. Was that so, a nice little spot? Well, I, I had the rendezvous hotel. Cause, What's that? Because, you know, I had to meet up with my folks okay. who was already in the game. Okay. I could have, if I landed earlier, I could have been in the game, but okay. I did not. I wasn't there, so okay. I can't claim to be. But I was in the environment. It was at the post game. I was, I was at the environment. So when I landed, the game was going on. Went to the Ritz right there by the Staples Center because that sounded like a good rendezvous spot. Okay, you know okay. To meet up with my folks. I thought you was at the Rendezvous Hotel. I was like, no, what no, is no, that? no, no, no. Oh. Rendezvous is like, you know, connect with the folks. To connect the situation. You know, before, okay. before phones, you had yeah. the rendezvous. Gotcha. Nigga, be, meet me at the corner of, you know what I'm saying? Is that the definition of rendezvous? <laughs> yeah, rendezvous is a meetup spot. It's like a probably like an army term or some shit. Where, really? Yeah. Go, go, go ahead and look at it. It's French. We like the French. Uh, yeah, all right. So he, he wants, he wants an official definition of yeah, rendezvous. He's going, he's going in. He's going in, but keep going. So wait, should we just wait on nah, this? No, man, you know, he Fuck should have it now. Where you, at? Where you at with it? Come on, man. A meeting at an agreed time and place, typically between two people. Wow. I never knew that shit. Go ahead. The more you know. How many of y'all knew rendezvous meant that? And if you did, though, don't what embarrass me. What you thought me. rendezvous meant? I thought it was like a, like a, a rendezvous. A rendezvous always sounded like an illicit getaway, like a weekend. <laughs> a connection. A getaway. Yeah, a rendezvous. Yeah, we're going to rendezvous at the Blase Skip. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. So, so Shout out to the French. I, I felt like, you know, the Ritz would be a good rendezvous spot because it's right by Staples. It was like, you know. You know you, <laughs> I like how you just incorporate that shit. That's hard. What? I'm sorry. I sound what, what, ridiculous. What, I sound like Nori getting very excited what, about what the word. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. I incorporate rendezvous. Yeah, you got rendezvous, rendezvous rocking. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's it's smooth. <laughs> it's smooth. It don't even feel out of place. Keep going. So go ahead. Because <laughs> it's not, <laughs> nigga. Killing this shit. Go ahead, man. So you know, I, I was I went there because it's a lobby. You know, you could post up. You know, use a good you know restroom. You know, right. you, ain't, you ain't forced to do shit. Right. But they had the game on all over the lobby. Yeah, mm. she was everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was exciting in that bitch because it's connected. It's also connected to another hotel, the Marriott. All of this is connected to the Staples Center, and it's right there connected to the Staples Center That's per hard. se. That's so crazy. you know. It's cracking in there. They got a TV's problem. They got a fucking DJ. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? They got a black side and a white side. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The black side had DJ. And they're not an official line that said black and of white. Of course. But, you know, I would hope not. The, the white folks was at the bar where they, right. you know, had the little restaurant. And, you right. know what I mean? It was pretty subdued. Uh-huh. And the game was on. It but was... they also had the Dodgers shit playing. And, right. You know what I'm saying? And another sport or some shit. Probably playing. hockey or something. So white. they had all that going. Right. But then they had a bar. Across the way, that had a DJ and mm-hmm. only the Lakers shit playing. Uh, the Spades they, game. They had one. Racket. They had one TV or the Dodgers shit probably because you know Magic Johnson won the owners or uh-huh. some shit. You know how that go. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's the only reason. <laughs> they other niggas going to the World Series and all, but you know it was because well, of Magic. Keep you know, an eye on his money. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> then, like I said, you, that was like the black side. Everybody had right. it over there popping. Niggas was, and I walked in. As right before the fight shit, because I wanted to know how did that impact everything? Because <laughs> you know that shit. Cause, so, cause, again, it was exciting. I think I think Cass was ex- they was hyped about the fight. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, the fight was exciting. I was like, oh shit! I would like to see that. I would love to see a rematch, like a real <laughs> set it up with Rondo and Chris Paul go three rounds for charity. Just throw some. Because first of all, it felt I don't like, think they're gonna make three rounds, dog. They might not, but they could run. They could run up and down the court, but they look a little winded after them. After them flew blows, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? That's a whole other exercise. They doing all of that. Shit. They ain't used to getting punched in the face. <laughs> nah, you got to think, get punched in the face and fight back. By yeah, by <laughs> NBA nigga. It took it took CP three a second to collect his thoughts. Said, Yo, did this nigga just punch <laughs> in my face? <laughs> but he had a nice little two piece. He, he, he came he back. Bow. He came back with something. But if you watch it, he, he it took a little. Woo woo. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Hold yeah. up. He gathered himself pretty quick, but it was it was. It was a gathering that had to happen. Yeah, depending on what account you want to believe. I mean, it would. He seemed to be a, like shocked by the whole shit. Because first of all, nigga spit in your face. Right. So yeah. now you already like, yo, what, what the did fuck? your man just? But yeah, I know this nigga. And so then you but, doing that? But he he kind of you know everybody said they would have swung on him first. But Chris Paul is smart in that he knew. The closed fist shit will get you suspended for a game, right? And you know what I'm saying. It connected closed fist right. another game, yeah. So he he hit him with mm-hmm. the good mush, yeah. They which check him, which yeah. is not a closed fist, nah. But you know, definitely an aggressive move, absolutely. That, that with the with the pointer finger mush, the, the, not even the, a, yeah, like the a pointer finger mush, which, which puts a lot of pressure. Listen, right on that, right listen, there. Listen, that is a you know that is everyone's hood anxiety, yeah. To, to get mushed, yeah. like that's that's worse than getting swung on a mush because it's a sign of authority, authoritative move that says, "Little motherfucker, yes. you fuck with me, a motherfucker yes. again," as they poke you upside the Very head. Aggressive, like that's 
that's a different sign than just a straight up, we gonna fight. Cause it, it's, it connotes, it's almost like I'm sunning you. You definitely And, I, and I'm, 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 I'm aggressively showing you that I'm still holding restraint right. while aggressively right. disrespecting you. Because I should be whooping your ass, right. but I'm not. <laughs> I'm letting you know. And you can feel this restraint. <laughs> In the, in yeah. the but it's all it's restrained no it's restrained until the two fingers get to yeah. your temple oh, and after man. that it's the push off yeah. that's disrespectful Ooh. the push off after the two fingers connect with your skin uh-huh. all up in your face wherever it lands maybe your nose or right up under your cheekbone okay. once the two fingers touch the skin it's disrespectful then the push off is where you get your maximum amount of disrespect. Now, let me ask you this. What is more disrespectful? Uh, the push off and then look at a motherfucker like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> or the push off, step off, not even worried about repercussion. What is the worst? One is very, very dangerous, but what is the worst, a higher level of disrespect? Well, <clears throat> again, that's at, that's post push off. That's post mush. I'm the post mush. You know what I'm saying? The the walk away could be taken in a couple ways. Like, oh, oh this nigga just walking off and shit. Like, yeah, you know but what he didn't mush you. You know what I'm saying? The it was mush, a mush. It was definitely a mush. It could be taken. Just to stand there and look at your face, and then and what? And then cock your head to the side, to the left. You know what I'm saying? About thirty degrees. Yeah, that is disrespectful. You got to swing on that motherfucker oh, right away. Yeah. Right away. You know what I mean? It's just what Rondo did. You know, um, Rondo, he, it was all bets was off after you getting mushed. Because yeah. now the conversation is, you don't let that nigga mush you. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? In that's front like, of millions. That's the instigation right. all, that always comes <laughs> after the mush. Yeah. Oh, you going to let that nigga smush you? Now, what you feel about LeBron kind of holding Chris Paul back? And now that's his man. And I think right. his God... Uh, what are the right. godfathers for to his kids? But it's also a uh, rocket, and LeBron mm-hmm. is a Laker. Right? What you think? LeBron was just you know playing LeBron, you know the judge and the jury and all things on top of playing over the above the fray, <laughs> above this whole NBA, yeah, shit. above all of this shit. You 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 retarded motherfuckers. He, wrong with y'all? He watching this game like Magic watching the Dodgers. Exactly. Like, look at these niggas over here. Like, what is? But CP, you should be smart. Fucking with my money. You the president of the, the Players Association. Come on now. But then, but you you did see how CP three could not get out of that that one arm hold LeBron had on his ass. I mean, LeBron a big motherfucker. He was stuck in that bitch. I got to watch it again. (laughs) Nigga was arrested. He could not move from that. Then he was embraced. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, man. Then you got your man Brandon Ingram. He tried to get his strikes. Come on. He he ain't trying to get a rap. For no no particular reason. Super disrespectful shelf of uh, uh, Harden, though. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. But it went for his. He definitely, he started. He went for it. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely one of them things where he, they had pushed, they had pushed them young cats to the edge of their intelligence. <laughs> Brandon Ingram ain't had nothing left. Mm. But he just, just said, fuck it. He was just out of control. He didn't. Why was it a blowout? No, it was not a blowout. It just, it was a one point game when the fight started. Why you feel like they pushed him to the edge of their because, intelligence? Because um, CP3 and Harden 
Mm. They masters of of fucking getting in your head and talking mm. shit and mm. you know what I'm saying, cooking on you mm. and you know what I'm saying. They masters of that shit. That's what they do. Mm. They are instigators, yeah. but on the low with the cool, you know what I'm saying. Terrorize your ass. A finesse brand of instigation, right? You know what I'm saying. Make you look crazy. Make you look crazy. <laughs> and they gaslighting <laughs> you know your saying? ass on the court. And that's what happened to Brandon Ingram. Like, you know, all the little aggressive things Harden was doing to him uh, that goes unchecked by the refs because he do it so slick and it don't look like nothing from a little man on a big guy like you. Uh-huh. That's what Brandon Ingram, he just couldn't take it no more. Oh, I didn't even see You know see what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the play and then, like, Harden was coming down with the outlet pass or whatever, and when he got up on Ingram, he kind of – Pushed his body into him, mm-hmm. but then upon you know once once you know his body connects, then uh-huh. he gives him a little, <laughs> uh-huh. and then push off of him, right? And sucker, it's like some shit that the ref ain't gonna see and ain't yeah. gonna call. Yeah. But you like, man, this nigga motherfucker, <laughs> I was not even fucking with you, and you just gonna come and lean all into me. I'm man, what the fuck? And then they gonna call this shit. So you just mad now. You ain't got, you can't even think your way out of the situation. You just push them all out the blue. You couldn't right. even wait for the next play down the court. None of that. You just you all out your all out your hookup. Mm. So now that's what it is. And now now they fighting. It ain't really got nothing to do with you. The shit is kind of under control. But you coming over the top to swing on CP3. Mm-hmm. Why you supposed to be swinging on Harden? No. You just like fuck it. I'm all the way out the gate. Wilding. I'm with all this. All the smoke. You know what I'm saying? I want all of it. I want yeah. Oh man! So so that was so through the rendezvous. So that so when the fight so so when the fights happen, you know the the the, the audience, everybody they into they like oh shit! Like you could just feel like it's a new energy in L A. Like L A. They, feel good. They like they they feeling like you know they they kept talking about you know what I'm saying the the magic era. You know, this a hotel lobby or it's a, a hotel lobby. Okay. This is a hotel. This is a big ass hotel lobby. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? But they have a bar and like a little you know bar downtown. Situa- yeah, like a bar situation in the hotel. And then when you look out the back, it's like the walkway to the stable center right there. Okay. So that's where they got the big ass poster. Okay. The Just Do It poster. Okay. So <clears throat> so it was hype. Everybody was hype, you know what I'm saying? Even though the game kind of, you know, they kind of <coughs> lost steam after that. They lost two of their starters and they end up losing the game. But mm-hmm. everybody was like, okay. It feel like everybody got their money's worth. All right. You know what I'm saying? Showtime again. Yeah, showtime again, you know. So then you know rendezvous with the with the with my folks and then you know went to Chow's mm-hmm. and you know what I mean was, was at the table it's a good situation mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying six o'clock flew back New York touchdown two thirty six o'clock a.m. six a.m. okay so so yeah so went back straight back to the airport uh-huh. <laughs> and then took the fuck off okay S- slept in the air skipped lag all of that it was yeah. no lagging. Nah, no lagging. And then and then um got back and did the thing for my my wife's birthday. Nice. It was nice, came you know off without a hitch. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't it? It was a few hitches, but okay. you know what I'm saying? It was okay. You know, I dealt with it, you know she what I'm saying? Surprise? No, it wasn't a surprise, but you know what I'm saying? It was just it was put together in a way that gave her all of the things that she liked. You right. know what I mean? I, you know, I could have spent less and did less uh-huh. or I could have spent money on something else that was like, you know, more mm-hmm. of a gift gift. Mhm. I felt like this was appropriate. Okay. And um, you know, two of her best friends, they brought their husband. I, I bought food and the drinks and all that shit. And then the flowers was late, mm-hmm. but they was right on time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you could feel that. Mm-hmm. But 
when they, you know, everything was, you know, set up, everybody was going, but it was supposed to be there for decoration when people got there, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Um, the cherry on top at the end. Yeah, so at the end, they came in, them shits, you know what I'm saying, was some dope ass shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying, looking like some real ass shit that I ain't never bought before, that I ain't never had <laughs> up in my house. New, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, this, I, this shit feel comfortable <laughs> in this bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. And, um... You know, when she did come out and see him, you know what I'm saying, she was like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. Well, right. oh Leveled okay. up. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fresh Shit. off the jet from yeah. L.A. You know what I'm saying? So it all worked out, man. So I got to knock two birds out with one stone and, you know, move the, move the chess piece across the chessboard a little bit, you know what I mean, on some situations that I need to be working out. Yeah, and, so. you know, at the end, like, you know, because – I made this whole, not a big deal, but it's like, you know, it's important when I was pitching it to my wife, per se. And so, you know, at the end, she was like, well, see, what happened? <laughs> and then, you know, really the story is I landed, you know what I'm saying? We went to eat, <laughs> went went by the crib, chopped it up, and I came home. Uh-huh. That's anticlimactic as fuck after he done flew 3,000 miles, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right so right. that's what it sounds. So she was like, you know, was it worth it? I was like, oh yeah, it's worth it. it. Basically, I spent you know possibly possibly six hundred dollars to have dinner with one of the top motherfuckers in the game. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And kick it at their crib uh-huh. and shit. I would do that shit again, and I ain't have to pay for the dinner. So shit, that knocks a couple hundred off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? And the dinner was free. So it was, you know that's shit. That's, that's a that's a three hundred dollar value. It was an investment. <laughs> you man. know what I mean? So. Yeah, it was worth it because it, I'm sure this niggas on on that on they line like shit trying to get in at this moment. You got to boss up. You gotta yeah, so, so yeah, it was definitely worth it. That's what's up. That's good you know to hear. That's so, good to so hear. That was that was my weekend. <clears throat> That's what's up. Speaking of uh, more black love, did you see the uh, red table with Jada Pinkett and Will Smith? No, I heard. No, I, I think I heard about it. Oh man. Wow, what happened? That shit is good. <laughs> that shit is good, man. That shit is about their relationship. Yeah, that shit is real. That's what? only the first part. They only put the first part out, like the first what, half. What, what's something you you took away from it? Uh, I mean, they got a, a, a understanding. You could tell they got an under. They sound like two drug dealers that hustled together for years and years, and they like they. they it's understood. Right. It was some interesting. Um, it was interesting, man. It was just. It's interesting to see. To see um, a relationship that is put on high by so many people, uh, like kind of, you know, obviously it's deliberate and it's a show, but they pull the curtain back and they kind of talk about Mm -hmm. the real shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think sometimes when in relationships, when real shit happens, you know real shit happen in all relationships, but it, it's, it's often good to see, especially when you see so-called magnificent relationships or what people would call relationship goals. I don't believe in all of that, but you know people that have these type of great unions, mm-hmm. even they go through some real shit and some crazy shit. Right. Like, so some interest, it was, it was, it was ill. It was ill. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh. It I'm was interesting. Check it out. Yeah, you should I'm check it out. out. You should check it out. It was it's kind of cool. This is that uh that's a cool little program. Yeah, I heard. I seen some of some of it. I never watched the whole thing. Yeah. 
and you see that the, it's you know the the spot is at their house. Their mm -hmm. house turned into like the set. So there's like on Will Smith's YouTube, he's going through it like you know this used to be my house, but now they even took the shit over. <laughs> but it's still a ill humble stunt. Right. <laughs> it's a mean stunt. I like mean, at this point, it, it ain't even a stunt. At, at that level, is everything's a stunt to right. you know what I'm saying the average Joe. Yeah, man. You know but, what I'm saying? Uh, like shit, nigga got a big ass life. Yeah. It you was know? yeah. It, it was it was interesting. It was interesting, man. Yeah. So check that out, man. Uh <clears throat> what else? I saw mid nineties, the new Jonah Hill movie. Mm -hmm. How was that? It was cool. I liked it. I liked it. It was real nostalgic. Like nice little sentimental, you know, uh what do you call them type of movies? Uh it's one of them A twenty four, like uh there's a there's a just a, it's a it's a nice movie, nice a nice it's a good movie, a good you know nice not not a feel good movie, but it's a actually it's a pretty good movie. '90s nostalgia, all heavy skate. It's all about skating, so it kind of reminds you of makes me want to go rewatch Kids. You know but what is saying? it raw? Is it you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just not. Regular. It's not as raw as say Kids is. It's not maybe as nihilistic as Kids is, mm -hmm. but it's uh, it's good. It's good. It's it's some raw moments in there. It's some interesting, some interesting scenes like with between the older brother and him. Mm -hmm. It's some the movie opens up on some wild shit. Mm -hmm. It's some moments in there. It's uh, I'm gonna go check it out. Huh? I'm gonna go check that shit out. Yeah, I think you dig it. I saw that and I saw Halloween too. Right. So the new Halloween. That shit was cool all the way to the end. Right. The end was a little of ah, but overall, typically I don't even really fuck with those type of movies. I just went there to kill some time. I had. Some time between sets, mm -hmm. and it lined up perfectly. So I went there, checked it out, <clears throat> and I didn't realize Danny McBride is involved in that shit, which is dope. I fuck with Danny McBride. He got a new joint coming out with John Goodman on mm -hmm. HBO where they play televangelists, which is gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> but um, it had a nice little scary factor. You know what I mean? Had the, the score was nice. Michael Myers was really killing motherfuckers. He wasn't sparing. Like he was he was getting rid of motherfuckers, which I like to see. Like if it's gonna be some horror, let's make this shit gory. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis did her thing. She's still Jamie Lee Curtis. Still, you know. 80s cable actor. Yeah, still I mean, action here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's this uh little young black kid, young black dude, young black boy who is Mad funny in this shit. <laughs> just that he was like he was kept it one on it. True, true. Shout out to that. Man. I had I never followed any of those. I haven't either. Halloween, Friday thirteenth. I think I saw Friday thirteenth for shit. I saw Freddy. Oh, like, I seen Freddy. Like, and that shit didn't. Never did nothing for you. Nah. Nah. Well, you know. Nah. Sorry, guy. That's what it is. You seen Paula Abdul took a mean spell. See that shit? She was on stage performing and got too close to the edge and do do do. Oh man, well like Buster did that time. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, they say she fell head first too, but they say she got right back up. Got it. Got it cracking. I only seen the fall. I ain't see the the get up. Yeah, they need to. They need to put the get up on Paula Abdul getting a little up there to be. Take spill. I mean, you know, that could have been a bad, bad situation. Could have been ugly. I'm glad. I hope she all right. Yeah, man. That's you know awesome. Well, there you go. Speaking of which, on some unfortunate, we back into the unfortunate. 
And then we're going we're gonna to finish up with a smile, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, smile, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Come on. So speaking of, this rapper died. Do you hear about this shit? A rapper died. That's, that's, how they, that's how it came up on my notifications, too. Rapper died right. trying to walk on a wing of a plane. Why are we doing this? But like that, that off the top, I made me not want to read it because like, rapper dies. Why ain't just name check the cat? Well, because he Cause he's, he's like, like a, a not popular. Stunt <laughs> popular yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, a YouTube hey, rapper yeah, from YouTube. Canada or some shit. I saw a stunt rapper, which I've never heard before. <laughs> they called him a stunt rapper. Uh, oh, you know what? They, you know what? Probably says update a skydiver who died in BC's South Ontario over the weekend has been identified as Calgary-born rap artist John James McMurray. So maybe now... <laughs> maybe they're saying, rapper dies. It was a rapper. They was like, let's put him, but they like, he's not that famous. <laughs> say rapper. All right, just say rapper. Rapper will work. <laughs> rapper will get a click. But he died. He tried to he tried to rap, I guess, play the guitar. Play the guitar. He tried to rap on the wing right. of a... For plane, and there's only two ways to that. But they they said he had to he had the motherfucker parachute on. They said he held on to the wing too long uh, for the parachute to work. Yeah, maybe. Well, she probably was scared as fuck, nigga. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So I mean, you know, look, man. Rest in peace, man. I don't even want to go no further. It's sad. It's sad. it's only two ways that that ends. We talked about it with Will the other week, nigga. When you when you play that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you either you tri- triumphant or <laughs> or you're cautionary or you rapper dead. No doubt. Woo! So how are we smiling? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, man. Uh, living my best life. Well, speaking of living your best, <laughs> how the fuck did I sound like CBS Sunday morning? Speaking of uh, living your best life, the uh, flaunt your wealth challenge sweeps through China. Flaunt your wealth, hashtag falling stars challenge becomes much. What the fuck is that? This is some shit that's going on in the Chinese internet with these kids. Flaunt your wealth. Flaunt your wealth cha- challenge. So the, the shit is basically, the, it's like the Shiggy challenge for rich Chinese cats. Mm-hmm. So basically what they do, they try to set up like a, a photo or a video of them falling out of their car, which is from fly shit and then all of their belongings just scattered everywhere and then that's where the stun is. So, hold on, let me show you how that shit look. <laughs> Falling out your car is fly. Oh man, come on. I mean, okay, if they having fun, they having fun, you know what it's I'm a new, It's a new way to start. It's all for the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, they ain't letting me see nothing without logging in. But you see, you nah. see, you fall and then all Any cautionary shit. tales in that? What you mean? Motherfuckers fell out of their car and Not yet Bust their head wide open Not yet Bust their melon to the white meat Not yet They ain't get their mango split So they can't go still fit <laughs> Alright Oh uh, shit <laughs> Let me say this Oh shit Yo, uh, speaking of celebrating my birthday, my birthday is Sunday, man. I gotta, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like you. You're weak right after my wife. Yeah, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do, man. I gotta do something. I'm trying you to celebrate. celebrate. I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna celebrate. Celebrate, dog. I'll let y'all know. You know but um, where you gonna be this week, man? I'm gonna be here. We got um, Cavassier under your coat um, on Thursday, and then um, a possible DC jaunt on. Monday before we do this, and then uh, then uh, Chicago. Okay. Then I'll be back here in the conversation. That's what's up. I that's think. what it is. That's I think what that's it is. how it works. All right. 
What's up with you? Shit, I'm gonna be on Comedy Knockout tonight on True TV, 11 p.m. And then between then, between the next time you hear me, I'll be getting uh, well, not a year older, but I'll be celebrating my birthday, and I'll be back. <clears throat> and when I come back, between now and then, you tell a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy, to get in the conversation. That's what I say. We out. to be in the conversation.